Hi, this is Kimberly, and welcome to Lessons Along the Way. As a reminder, please take a moment to subscribe to Lessons Along the Way on your favorite podcasting platform. Leave a rating, a review, and again, follow me on Twitter at KChanceLive. Today, I'm going to discuss something that everyone experiences, but very few people want to talk about, and that is grief. I'm going to talk about what grief is, what are some of the feelings and thoughts that are associated with grief, what you can do if you're grieving, and what you can do if someone close to you is grieving. Now again, this is not an easy topic and most people don't want to talk about it, but everyone at some point in their lives will experience grief. Everyone at some point in their lives will experience a close friend or family member who is grieving that would need their support. So avoiding talking about it isn't going to keep it from happening. So this is where we are today. Let's get going. First, I want to look at what is grief? Grief is the response that you have to a loss. And although death is what we usually think about when we hear someone is grieving, a person can actually grieve the loss of anything. It could be the loss of a long-term job or the loss of a relationship or the loss of a pet or um, the loss of a, a sense of self caused by a medical diagnosis. Any major loss can be grieved. Now, because of death, whether it's the death of a spouse or a child or a parent or a grandparent or something like that, because that's what we usually think about, that's where I'm going to focus on today. But don't feel like a person can't grieve just because some someone or something hasn't died. Grief can be for any type of loss. Okay? Now... Grief is a natural, normal, and inevitable response. And it's frequently referred to as the price you pay for love. When you love something, you're attached to it. And then when it's lost, you grieve, you miss it. You go through a process because it's no longer a part of your everyday life. It's no longer a part of your being. So you grieve it. Everyone grieves in their own way. Grief is a unique experience to each person who experiences it. Even if the same person loses another parent and they've already lost a parent, that second loss is a new experience and they will grieve differently. They won't necessarily grieve the same way someone else lost their parent or if someone's mom passed away and then their their dad passed away and then um, you know someone else whose mom passed away and then their dad passed away just because the experiences are similar their grief does not have to look the same everyone grieves in their own way another thing about grief there's no timeline for grief a person doesn't have to be quote-unquote over it after three to six months They don't have to be over it after a year. There's no timeline for grief. And more importantly, there's no one that can impose a timeline on a person's grief. Grief occurs over a period of time. 
Now, usually it starts off with very strong, intense emotions, whatever those may be. And we'll get to those in a little bit. And then eventually, as the person um, becomes better able to manage and learns how to cope, that grief can decrease. But sometimes it may never go away. It may always be something that's just underlying, that's just low simmering in that person's life. Everyone doesn't, quote unquote, resolve their grief because grief isn't about getting to a point of closure. Instead, it's a journey of healing that includes your mind, your thoughts, your emotions, social relationships, physical aspects, spirituality. It is a holistic process. It's not just about how you hear people saying getting over it, going on with life. It's way more than that. It is a total experience. It's a total process. And no one can determine what that looks like for another person. And you don't have to be um, held to the grief standards that other people may have put out um, around you. Now, again, I said we get back to those thoughts and feelings that come with grief. Here we go. There are countless feelings and thoughts and emotions and everything that comes along with grief. But I just wanted to touch on a few of them today just to kind of shed a little bit more light on some of those common ones that we usually hear and that we usually talk about. So the first one that I'm going to talk about is disbelief or a feeling of shock. In this moment, the person can feel like, um, oh my God, this can't be happening to me. Or I didn't think I'd be at this point in my life right now. I didn't think I'd be dealing with this situation right now. I can't believe this is happening to me. Um, I wasn't ready. I'm I'm, I'm unprepared or, you know, just totally taken off guard by what happened and this can be whether it was a a passing that the person saw coming like a person was in hospice or something like that or it could be something that's very unexpected like a shooting or a car accident or something like that no matter how the loss takes place there can still be shock and disbelief that this is actually happening this is the reality of the situation another feeling um, that a person can have when they're experiencing grief is anger Now, again, we're going to focus on the loss of a person, but this can go with with other things. But for today, we're going to just focus on the loss of a person. Now, a person who is experiencing grief and having some feelings of anger, they may feel, how could this person leave me? We had plans. We had a future that we were going to plan. How could my husband leave me? How could he just go away like that even though it wasn't the person who died's choice that anger feeling still comes up or some people can be mad at God they can say you know how could God take him from me how could God take her from me that was my mother that was my father they were my rock how could God do this to me I'm so angry with God that is a normal and natural reaction that people have another feeling uncertainty I don't know what I'm going to do now. They were my everything. They did everything for me. Where do I go from here? Not knowing where to turn, where to start, what your future is going to look like now that this person is gone. Another feeling that people who are grieving 
often have. Another feeling, guilt. How many times have you heard someone say, if I had one more chance to talk to them, I would say this, or I wish I would have done, or I could have done. If I would have known this, I would have done that and things would have been different. A feeling of guilt is not just in certain types of relationships. It could be in any type of relationship, mother to child or um, grandparent, spouse, parent, no matter what the relationship is, there can be a feeling of guilt of, I should have. When I had the time, I wish I would have. That feeling of guilt is often very prevalent when people are grieving. And the last one I'm gonna share with you is a feeling of being just overwhelmed. There's so much to do, I don't even know where to start. I've got so much on my mind, I'm feeling so many different kind of ways, I don't even know how I feel. When a person is grieving, that is not uncommon that they don't know how they feel. They can't pinpoint it. They're not quite sad, they're not quite angry, they're not quite down, they're not quite anxious, they're not quite worried. They have so much that they can't really just pinpoint it down to just one thing. It's just an overwhelming, bubbling sense of emotions and feelings they're having. Whatever that thought or that feeling that comes up that you may be having, don't feel bad about it. Have that feeling. Also, if you're not feeling a certain thing, that's okay too. Whatever feeling that you're having is yours, be okay with feeling that feeling. Now, I do want to take a moment to note that if you're having feelings and thoughts of suicide, those should not be taken lightly. If these feelings arise at any point while you're in the grieving process, please seek support, whether you reach out to a family member, a friend, a professional church member, religious leader, whoever you reach out to, reach out for support because those feelings are very, very serious. And although it's not uncommon, that's not the best way to cope with grief and that's not the best way to handle the loss of a loved one so definitely make sure you seek support in those situations that brings me to what to do if you're grieving the things that i'm going to list here aren't going to be in any particular order it's just it's this way because grief isn't in any kind of order grief isn't structured grief isn't linear so the way we handle it can't be structured and linear it just is what it is as things come up you just deal you just cope so the first thing i want to list here is that you want to acknowledge your grief you want to talk about your grief whether it's with a support it's just out loud is with another family member is with a friend have someone that you can talk to Write it down, start a grief journal, get those feelings out. Anything that allows you to express your feelings that you're having, you want to do that because that helps you to be able to acknowledge the grief that you're having and you're experiencing, the emotions that are going on, the thoughts you're having. Get it out. Holding it in doesn't do anything for you in your process of healing. The next thing, give yourself permission to grieve. Recognize that you don't have to hold it together for anyone. Let yourself cry if you need to cry. 
Let yourself scream if you need to scream. Whatever it is that you need to do, do it. The goal is for you to feel your feelings. Don't suppress them. Don't feel like I can't cry in front of my brother because I have to hold it together for them because we just lost dad. I can't cry in front of my children because I have to hold it together. In holding it together, you're not being authentic to your feelings. You're not acknowledging your feelings and you're not feeling them. Suppressing them only makes it worse. So what you wanna do is allow yourself to feel. Remember also to take care of yourself. Sometimes you can get so busy dealing with the loss that you either forget to eat, you eat very little, you stay very busy and don't rest, or if you do rest, you're not really sleeping. So remembering to eat and sleep. This is so important to remind yourself because you have to take care of yourself. Yes, you're grieving. Yes, you've lost someone, but you're still here. So you have to take care of yourself. You can't start eating a garbage diet and not sleeping and drinking and doing things like that that just tears yourself down. That's not a part of a healthy grieving process. Instead, that's unhealthy coping. And we want to do things that are going to help you through the process. The next thing, learn to live without the person that you've lost. The phrase, um, life is for the living. That will kind of apply here. Meaning that you have to find a way to move forward each day. What is your motivation for keeping going? You got to find a way to um, establish a new set of norms. Maybe, you know, your spouse was responsible for paying all the bills. So now you have to learn how to do that. Or, you know, your spouse um, did the kids hair and picked out the clothes every morning. Now that's something you may have to learn to do. Finding ways to do things that you hadn't had to do in the past is going to take you tapping into some of those internal resources as well as external supports. You don't have to do it all alone. There is a support, like I said, whether it's family, friend, coworkers, church members, somebody, support group, anything. Find you some supports that can help you to just find this new way of living. Don't shy away from people. Don't shy away from asking for supports. The last thing, find a way to remember the loved one that you've lost. Maybe you plant a garden in their, in their memory or you write notes to them or you go to their favorite place each year on their birthday. Whatever it is, you can find a way to honor that person's life. Just because you move forward and you start to heal doesn't mean you have to forget your loved one. Ultimately, you want to do things that honor your lost loved one and allow you to heal as you continue to move forward in your life. You don't wanna allow the grief to cause you to get stuck in any particular place of your life. But you may be thinking, what if I'm not the one that's directly impacted by the loss? What are some things that I can do to help someone else if they're grieving? Because again, everyone will have someone close to them that's grieving. So knowing what to do in those times is going to be really important. Now, as like, in, like I did a few minutes ago, I'm not going to list these in any order, but 
They're just all here for you. Use what you can, when you can, no particular order. The first one here, recognize that there are gonna be times when you don't know what to say or what to do. There's gonna be times when all the person needs from you is for you to be there. You don't have to find the right words to say. You don't have to find the right things to do. Many times your presence is enough. Just knowing that I'm not alone as I'm grieving, as I'm going through this process helps tremendously. Next thing you can do, offer to help with day-to-day activities. Offer to walk the dog or go do the grocery shopping or clean the house. Any of these things will provide that person who's grieving with one less thing to worry about. One thing that they know is taken care of. One thing that is done. And that'll show that you care enough about them to just be there. Even in those things that seem like they're small. Not just in the big stuff, but in the small things that they'll have to adjust to on a day-to-day basis. Next, don't assume you know how a person is grieving just based off of what you see on the outside. Remember, everyone grieves in their own way. Some grieve publicly, but some grieve in private. Don't judge a person on how they're grieving. Don't be pushy about what you think they should be doing or how you feel they should quote unquote get over it, how you feel like they should get out of this funk. Recognize that a person may be grieving and you don't even realize it. Recognize that their grieving may look different from yours or may look different from how you thought they would be grieving in that situation, but it's still taking place. Again, just be there. Now, most important to me, now this may not be most important to other people, but I say again, to me, the most important thing is to support the person in the long term. Many times when someone experiences the loss of a loved one, there are a lot of people around in those first couple of weeks. Everyone's calling, everyone's stopping by, everyone's very engaged. But then they move on and return to their normal day-to-day lives and forget that the person who lost the loved one is still grieving. Instead, remember that that person is still in the grief process. Invite them over to dinner, send them a letter, shoot them an email or a text, stop by their house or call them. Let them know that you're still there for them. Let them know that you haven't forgotten that they're having a hard time. Be there for them after the funeral, after everyone's gone. Remember to be there. The point is, is not to rush them or to make them feel better, but instead is to be with them in their process. Allow them to have support and to know that someone is still with them while they're redefining their lives. Because as tough as it's gonna be to think about a loss, it's gonna happen. We're all gonna be at a point where we have to grieve sooner or later. And understanding grief as a process can help you to experience this or it can help you to support someone else who may be experiencing grief. Now again, I said, we don't wanna talk about this and we often shy away from it. 
But remembering these things when it comes up is definitely going to be helpful. So I quote from today for today. It comes from Earl Grohman with YourTribute.com. And it says, Grief is not a disorder, a disease, or a sign of weakness. It is an emotional, physical, and spiritual necessity. The price you play, the price you play for love. The only cure for grief is to grieve. Now that's something to hold on to. Until next time, y'all take care.